Diamond, um, I want to thank you for uh, participating in the series we do, which is called Self Made. This is uh, a series we've done with Post Malone, with DJ Khaled. Uh, we have Rick's coming out soon, and I, I wanted to do it with you. And this is all about reflecting on success. And uh, first, I want to wish you congratulations on all your success. Cheers. You're here in the U.S. Yeah. Just coming from Dallas, where you sure. just won another award. Sure. What'd you win? <laughs> I won the Best East African Artist. Best East African Artist. Yeah. What does it mean to you right now? For me, it's like motivating the other artists who are not there yet. Like, if you focus, you can get there. That's the main point. Like, you need to pray so hard, you need to work so hard, and anything can be possible. When and how did you get into music? Well, I started liking music when I was 19. I'm not really sure. I was trying to do music, but it was very difficult for me. I was started five and my mom told me, you know what? Stop doing that first. You need to learn so that you get to get the knowledge. If you want to be the best musician, you need to go to school. You need to learn so that at least you know why you'll be writing or why you'll be doing, because being a musician, it won't help. You need to know what you'll be doing. So go learn why you're doing your stuff. She used to take me to the uh, events, go open for the big artists when they're performing. Mm -hmm. I went to some of the uh, record label and asked for them to take me in. They were like, no, we come for the meantime because we got artists already. So then I said, what should I do? I need to record. Maybe if I'm going to have a song recorded, people they can trust. How can I get money to go to the studio? <clears throat> then my mom gave me a gold ring to wear. My brother said, you know what? Let's go sell this ring. We sold that ring for $35. After that, I took $30 to the studio because I saw on the newspaper that the studio said like, They've got offer. If you pay uh, $35, they can record for you. So then I went up pay 30 as the uh, down payment, and then I say, I need to remain with these $5 so that at least I can survive. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what I said. After that, I recorded that song, but you know, I didn't have that enough experience that to create a hit. Yeah. So I just had an idea that I can record, I can write the song. So I can't say the music, the song that I recorded was 100% perfect. It wasn't that. But then it gave me a chance to get a person that said like, if this kid, this is his first song, then the next song can be more, maybe nice. Yeah. Anybody, did you have family members in the music industry or like? My mom used to like music as well. So the, I think the way, she, how she was playing music at the house, I started listening to that, I started liking the music. Was, who were you listening to? Who were the artists that you liked? Musician from Tanzania, like uh, uh Dooley Sykes. Uh, Juma Nature. Any, how about the international artists? About the international artists? Yeah. That I used to like? Yeah. Asher Raymond. Yeah. Asher Raymond is the person that, when it comes to the stage, you feel like, wow, how did that do that? Mm. Type of music and everything, the videos. What was your, do you think, when you look back, your big break? This song called Nenda uh, Kamambi, mm -hmm. that was uh, considered that was the song introduced me to my Tanzanian market. I wrote that song in a, emotionally, like, whatever I was talking on that song, it was like, and I even have a tattoo of that song mm. here, the second verse, as a memory. There was a day I was uh, at one of my friends' house, and I was just busy singing. And he said, you know what, Dam, you know you got talent. 
There's this guy called Papa Misifa. He can hold your hand because he's been trying to hold other artists, but unfortunately, they, they can't make it. So I went and then said, okay, cool. Let me hear what you get. So I used to give him different songs, different songs. The day I took that song to him, he said, this is a hit. Mm. And right away, he called the director, he paid for the video, and we shot the video. After that, we dropped the video. So, um, because you're a fan of Bel Air and, sure. and what we're doing as a company, I shared the news with 100 of our different importers sure. in 100 countries. Sure. And I got an email from the owner of our Vietnam sure. importer. And he writes me back saying, oh, he was so excited because this is in Vietnam. Jeez. This is an American guy Jeez. in Vietnam. Jeez. You're his favorite artist right now. <laughs> and he sends me the link to the song Marry You yeah, with yeah. Neo, Neo, which yeah. I had never heard before. Yeah, but Neo. to me, I thought, wow, this is so cool. Like, I wonder what that's like for you. Because I I got the chills. I was excited. Like, around the world, somebody is listening and saying, this is it for him. How does international artists, in this case, the number one artist in East Africa, how is that a feel for you? What does that do for your, your audience and your fans? So, but I love creating a bond between my zone and other side zone so that we can bring peace and love to each other. I don't want to wait for the politician to do that. I want to use my music in the very right way. So when I get a collab with a person from other side, I feel like, yo, I'm doing it now. And we are creating a bond and a love and like, so we like bringing people together to celebrate what that we have. So I sent Rick your song. He writes back to me and says, I love the song, I'll get it back in 48 hours. I can't even explain. And the thing is, you sent me that song, it was my birthday. Mm. So that was the biggest gift from my brother that I never expected to get. I was shocked. I was like, you know, I was in the room dressing and everybody was upstairs waiting for me to go. And then he sent me the song. And I said, no, no, wait, wait, because they were, oh, you were in a hurry, you need to go upstairs, people are waiting for you. I was about to go out and say like, no, no, no. Can you call those people downstairs first? Before I go upstairs, I got a surprise for them. You know, those things you can't even explain how you felt. So for, for me, and, and again, I'm, I'm in the branding business world, sure. I get more excited about the next one that sure. is not out yet. Sure. What makes you want to do more and keep trying for more? Whatever that I'm doing is I'm trying to do something new, something that I haven't done before so that my music can go to all people in the world. So that's the reason I'm always more excited when I have a new project. It's like, why will people take it? Yeah. Are they going to love it? How is it going to be like? Is he gonna change? Your manager was telling me you you have signed probably the top four or five artists in, in East Africa. For real. Was that part of your goal? Hey, I wanna be there for all the other artists who are up and coming. I wanna help them because no one was really there for me showing me the way. You know, I know the struggle, how hard it is to make it, especially when you're from Africa. What I'm trying to do right now, I'm trying to hold all the kids I know, they are talented, that you guys have got this one, can you please help him as well? Because if I couldn't get help, I wouldn't be here. So if I got a chance to help another person, I think it's my duty to do that so that you never know at the end of the day who they are going to help. How difficult is it to get an international artist to understand the idea of we can do both? We can do Swahili and English on a song. You got to explain to them, because otherwise they need to know what, what the focus that you have. like. 
mostly I'm telling them, you know what, if you want this song to be, because I don't want just to drop a song that can be only big outside of my zone. I want the song to be big in my zone and other zone. So that's the point of making my zone proud, like we have collaborated with other artists from out of our zone. The name, Diamond Platinum, sure. where does it come from? Well, the name Diamond Platinum came back in the days when I was trying, when I was saying it to my friends, and they were telling me like, you know what, you got something, but then you're gonna get a person who can hold you in, you're gonna have a diamond value. So they started calling me Diamond, 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 Diamond. In Swahili, Diamond is Almas. So they started calling me Almasi, Almas, Almas, Almas means Diamond in Swahili. And I said, why should I take this Almasi and I mean, uh, translating in English and call myself down. That's where I started calling myself down. The platinum came when I started, uh, I mean, selling shows. Mm. You know, all those, yo, this kid is going platinum. Mm. Diamond, talk about uh, the next upcoming album. Well, for me, I consider this as my first album. I've dropped the album, two albums, but it was, when I was dropping them, I was focusing on my Tanzanian market, not even continent market, imagine. So it was back in the 2010, 2011, so I consider this as my first album, world album. And I call that album A Boy From Tandale. Tandale is where I came from. And I'm gonna be having different, uh, collab with different artists from uh, Africa in different part of the world. I will be dropping that uh, end of November, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I'm trying to finish some of the songs with uh, the collab that I've done with different artists. Unfortunately, I would never say which type of artists, but sure. of course, Ricky will be with that album, uh, Omarion, other artists as well. My fellow friends and artists from Africa as well, they're gonna be in that album. Diamond, I wanna thank you for participating in Self Made. Sure. Um, you have truly achieved uh, so much, sure. and which I think is pretty neat is, I think you're still rising, and oh, yeah. there's so much more out for you. So I want to thank you again and, and cheers. Hey, you're my beautiful lady.